Hey everybody, welcome to the Not 99 Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Waters, and with me today is nobody. I'm doing this one by myself. Not no, you. just kidding. On the Skype line, <laughs> in her own podcast studio, separate from mine, my lovely wife, the purple-haired vixen. That sounds bad, I shouldn't probably say that. Yeah. On a- <laughs> <laughs> <Roshan> Waters. <laughs> Anthony's like, what are you doing? Hey. (laughs) From all the way in his current home, but not his future home, his Uh own podcast studio, Anthony Ant Honey Cologne. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? Yep, yep. I'm going to change it. Changing it this year to the yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. We're so far for real. I should have opened up with... Welcome to the Not 99 Podcast, the internet's most consistently inconsistent podcast, because who knows what the schedule is anymore. We yeah. just do this when we can. <laughs> it's good. Good, to be, good to be back, man. Good to be back, man. We, we haven't done one since... <laughs> we did one since Christmas. Becca and Rashan and I did one post-Christmas podcast, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, so that's it. We Here we are at the end of January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every two weeks, if you average it, <laughs> if you average it. <laughs> hey, I, I, I got some bad news, guys. I got some bad news, man. Bad news. Bad news. Um, I didn't get the jellyfish again this year. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. You know what? That's a fail, Ashley. You do I have mean, a baby, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know, <laughs> yeah. But that's not a jellyfish. Yeah, no, he's not jellyfish, man. (laughs) (laughs) His middle name is Jelly Arlo Jelly Cologne. (laughs) (laughs) How much do I wish that was true? A lot. Right, right. (laughs) So so much. Yeah, yeah, man. He's almost five months old. You believe that? Man, that's awesome. He's so cute. Yep, he's already walking. No, he is not. (laughs) Is he rolling over though? Yeah, yeah, he 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 um he does like one rollover and then he's like ah get me off get me off you know um, <laughs> turtle turtle yeah yeah he 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 sort of likes tummy time but not really yeah and That's how uh, hey speaking of hey buddy here he is see I oh, told you he walked he, he walked into the room he that coffee too <laughs> wow yeah look here wow Tommy is way behind. <laughs> This podcast is over. I'm going over Anthony's house hold that day. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Arlo what, Jelly think, Yeah, here's Arlo Jelly. Hey, you want to say something? <sighs> Maybe not. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. He's just saying, hey. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get him, I'm gonna teach him how to say hey. The world master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was like honestly Highlands. Um, he was on a dream team for for Highlands. Uh, he, he, he for like a, a weekend. Right. He was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> the youngest dream teamer at like two months old. <laughs> Man, he is so chill. Every time I see that baby boy, he is so chill. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw you guys at the Christmas services. Literally just walked up to you, took your baby away, and he's just like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's cool. What's yeah, up?" He, yeah, he's like that. He's like that. Uh, I think most of the time, honestly, 
He's no. sleeping through the night. It's oh, yeah. This this uh, man, he's oh, been doing that for so like good. a couple months. He'll that's wake awesome. up around maybe five o'clock most most days. That's what Tommy um, did. It's so good. Yeah, and then he'll go back to sleep until like eight, eight or nine. You know, oh, then awesome. th- yeah, but he's eating like a lot, man. He's like la 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 la, you know, all the time, <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah, but yeah, man, life is good. Life is good. Uh, we're, we have our house on the market, and. Uh, yeah, as soon as you we, sell we, it, we're gonna give out their real address so people can yeah, know where to like, go by to memorialize. Yeah. Speaking of your house, yes. being on the market and people going by, I went to your house the other day because you know you had a, a an item for me that I uh, I, mm-hmm. I now have in my possession. Ah, oh, Game Boy. Yeah, and and I show up <laughs> and I and I'm like, I can see in the window. I can see in the window by the door. So I just knock, and so like I see. Anthony's mom. Like, I know her. <laughs> she knows me. We know each other. We Apparently. Um, maybe not. We have hugged. I have hugged her mother. She has called into this podcast and left voicemails. She has been a part of this whole thing. And she looks at the door and she's like, I don't nope. know who that is. <laughs> and Anthony's little girl goes, Mimi, that's, that's Mr. Jamie. And she's like, are you sure? I don't know. And like I'm standing at the door, I'm like, and I yell in the door, I go, it's Jamie Waters. <laughs> it's me. And she looks at Anthony and she goes, Anthony, I'm at the door, but I don't know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> see, like, she walked away she, real fast. He walked away. <laughs> like, uh, from the podcast. I don't. <laughs> see, see, she said the Mars, you know, Mars attacks the alien when, when the alien walks. She's like, oh. I was like, uh, okay. I felt like an intruder. Yeah. She's like, there's somebody at the door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she can see you. It's uh, it's hard to see out at nighttime. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, unless, yeah, yeah. unless you're like right up on there. <laughs> she wasn't coming right up. I could have been uh, a crazy <laughs> Somebody's at the door. Oh, man. So uh, how, how is the house selling going? Uh, it's good. Obviously, if they come up while your mom's there, they're not going to get in. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where to see the house? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We, we've had we've had a, a few showings, honestly, and and then we had one offer, um, but we knew that it was just uh, probably not the right right route to go. You know, they, they wanted to buy it out so they could rent it out to people, oh, and yeah. um, probably not the the. It wouldn't have been smart for us to do that, you know. Plus, I love my neighbors, you know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you never know who's going to come in when you do that, unfortunately. But big city I, investors coming in. Yeah, so, bro. Uh, these, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, these are huge, huge investors. But uh, we, we like, we, like I said, I, my prayer honestly is like for that one family to come in. That because like when we came in almost seven years ago, we were so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and like this house has seen so much change, not not just like me and Ashley and the family growing um, to six people, <laughs> but, but at the same time, like, you know, with Addison growing up and then, and then having AJ and Asher and Arlo and just like like the small groups that we've had here. Like, yeah. you, you don't I don't think you like when I when I bought the house, I really didn't realize or think about, you know, I didn't think about that kind of stuff, you know. But then when you look back over the you know past few years, it's like wow, like just so much can happen in your home, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully more good than bad, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, but but you know, and sometimes even even through like the our darkest days, you know, like you know you're at home and like man, remember remember this incident, you know, <laughs> just different things like that. I'm I'm very transparent, as you guys know. 
but um but at the same time like i know how many lives were changed here from small groups and you know i had 21 men around my living room uh one day and i remember looking looking at that and i was like dude like i never thought about like these guys men men will be changed and then generations are going to come out you know from that um yeah. hopefully that you That's know they awesome. you know yeah yeah so uh, we know in our next home uh that we want to have like a huge room for for fellowship and stuff like that so it's awesome yeah, it'll come. <laughs> yeah. yeah, faster than you think, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're ready to go, but we're just trusting in, 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 in God's timing. I know Jamie likes that. <laughs> what is God's timing? I don't know what it is, you know. And that's like, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's just being patient in the process, but really truly in, in, in enjoying the the process, you know, and the relationships, like you guys doing this, you know, um, that today today is something we prayed for, you know. So yeah. we can't we can't focus on tomorrow because today's here, you know. So we have mm-hmm. a we have a, a a job to do today, um, and we're not done. We're not done in Chelsea, Alabama. We're not done in Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. We still have a mission here to complete, obviously. So that's yeah, it. in done. like three yeah. weeks or yeah. less. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, we'll figure it's like it out. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, awesome, man. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was there. Uh, one of those yep. nights you had like 21 guys in there and yeah, it's yep, crazy. Yep. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Jocelyn yeah. wants me to buy your house. Um, she does. But it's for purely selfish reasons because we, we keep telling our kids they have too much stuff and that um, they need to get rid of some of their stuff. And so her, her, her uh, thought process goes something along the lines of, well, um, AJ has a playroom <laughs> and <Yeah>. that's where <laughs> Their stuff. Therefore, if we had a house with a playroom, yeah. we could get in there as well. <laughs> so he's like, uh, "Dad, you could buy Mr. Anthony's house." I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I mean, like, we could." Come on, That's it's, not it's perfect. Work. The girls are sure. Think about it. The the girls' room is already painted pink and purple. You know, Toby has his own room. Nice. You know. You know, I was actually thinking. I had this brilliant idea that I haven't shared with Jamie yet. That, um. I'm trying yeah. to get you know Tavi. What's a good time to do that is put it on the podcast, <laughs> right? Right. So him. It's two. He will be two and a half by the time summer starts, and we're gonna start trying to transition him into a real bed, a big bed, and get out of his crib. And I was like, once he gets that down pretty well, we could move him into Jocelyn's room, and we could move Hadassah into Tavi's room because Jocelyn and Tavi are one year closer in age anyway. And then Hadassah can have her own room for a few years in middle school. I'm really excited. Yeah. I think we should do this. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds yeah. like a good plan to me. Yeah. He's like, yeah. You don't want to tell Ashley? Here's the thing, though. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the thing. Here's We're the thing. not painting that room again. <laughs> no. No, I can paint the room. We're just going to find a few boy posters to cover up some of the pink. We're- in the Jocelyn Tavi room. <laughs> we're not painting the gray room again either. I just no, looked at the pictures from those stripes today. Those stripes, <laughs> they look good and they are staying. They look so That's good. Did we tell that story on the podcast how oh, we yeah. got paint oh, yeah. stripes? Pretty certain we did. Well, you it did. was a while ago. We it told our whole lives on this podcast. You start a project and you take forever and then your husband's like, we got to get this done. <laughs> uh, this week. That's pretty much what happened. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Yeah, now the house, our house, actually, like, we, we did, 
we just cleaned it up quite a bit to sell, you know? And I'm like, man, like, well, how come we didn't do this earlier? You know? <laughs> like, it's like, we don't, we probably don't want to leave now. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, man. I told this Ashley, yeah, I told Ashley, I was like, if, if we get into, like, another three-bedroom, uh, because we have three boys, they should take the master bedroom because it's bigger and they could have, you know, space. And then she was like, uh, no. Yeah. Like, nope. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, live yeah. my whole life in a small bedroom. Yeah, it up for these kids. yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, all right, that's fine. <laughs> but, but you know, I was like, if worst came to worst, this is what we could do, you know. So, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm definitely a dreamer, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> Build them a treehouse, and they can live in the treehouse. Yes, especially Asher. He likes to climb stuff, anyway. What is <laughs> live in the treehouse? What? Yeah, they got some. Bro, I they promise you. Nice sometimes I think Rashan lives her life in a movie. This <laughs> <laughs> is living the treehouse. It's fine. It's living it. That's funny. <laughs> like the Sandlot. Remember the Sandlot? They had a treehouse, right? Man, that's a treehouse. Treehouses yeah. are so cool. I want a treehouse. No, I mean, not, <laughs> not in our crap. Look, all those trees in our backyard. Yeah, do it. You know what? <laughs> Just we do just it, man. Need a better plan. We have, we have. I have tools now, and I can see you things. have tools. Uh, we just I'm need not. a little bit more know-how. <laughs> we can do just this. Do Isn't that what YouTube it. is for? It's not what our. Yeah, no. I've gotten like deep into like all kind of things on YouTube, as I've talked about many times. And one of the things I've come across recently is the this husband and wife. This husband and wife maker combo named Evan and Caitlin. Um, I'll give a shout out to their YouTube channel because not only um, are they like, cause I see a lot of cool, like maker YouTube channels, but what's cool about these two is not only like, are they makers, but like they, um, they don't use profanity. And I feel like if I, if I wanted to, I could show this stuff to my kids and like some of the makers I watch, like even like Adam Savage, like every so often an F bomb will drop and, and mostly he bleeps his F bombs, but some of his other ones he doesn't. And it's just like, like, I want to show my kids this really cool thing, but like, I also don't, you know, use that we don't use that language here and so like it's cool to find somebody that does really awesome things and inspires me to do things like like i want to build a cloud lamp and stuff like that tree house but but you know what they haven't built is a tree house (laughs) they have not built a tree house what you said a cloud lamp yeah have you not seen cloud lamps oh what what is this i gotta see this i don't have my phone with me right now man Hang on, I'll pull up a cloud. Cloud lamps, they're, they are literally lamps that look like clouds. What and is this? Like, and if they're lit up properly, um, like it looks like a, like almost like a storm cloud or like a... Oh, that's cloud. cool. Yeah. And, and see, and the one they made looks like super, super cool. Um, let me see images because there's a bunch of them that aren't that great. But let me, let me pull up one that's awesome. Look at this. Look yeah. at this. Look at this lamp. Let me see. Is it like is 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 it cooler than jellyfish though? Really? I mean, to me it is, but you know, like that's not my. Look at this lamp. Look at this lamp. Let's see. Let me see. Uh, Okay. Okay. It's like an ultrasound. It does look. Is it a boy or girl? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like in fairness, you're looking at it through a Skype connection. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Look at look at all these cloud lamps together. Oh, what? And how come I've never heard of this? What the heck? Is, where have I been? I hadn't heard of it either. Huh. Look at this one. 
This one, they hung lights from, so it looks like it's raining. Can you see that? That looks like, like a jellyfish right there. <laughs> that does look like a jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a jellyfish. <laughs> there we go. We're, yeah. Like, 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 if you buy, like, a really, really nice one, they can be, like, thousands of bucks, and they built this thing for, like, 40 bucks. No way. No way. A thousand dollars on a It's, like, and LED lights and... That's crazy. Like, paper lanterns and stuff. It's, like, if you do the one night they did... Pretty cool. Wow. Talk about cursing. Did you guys watch that video of the lady that was cursing like crazy in, the, in, the, in like a Walmart? No. No, I saw like I saw the headline, but I didn't see the actual video. Oh wow. Yeah. So she's like her her aim. I think she had like mental health issue. Honestly. Yeah. And 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 she's like you know she just wants to help people, but she's like she's like you need to repent. You know, turn to Jesus. And then she's like bleep 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 in the next sentence i'm like well, that's not helpful <laughs> like, like yeah i was like i was like that's not helpful at so all that's where that but, went <laughs> yeah i was like like wow it's crazy wow. and and yeah it just just amazing like uh you know it meant like we t- i think we talked about you know uh mental health in, in one episode mm-hmm. um it's real man people people do need it help and, and like when you see some something like that happen um, you know, we just have to bring awareness to it, you know, yeah. like not, not make fun of her, but at the same no. time, like, like, you know, like th- that really didn't help anything, you know, like right. that's not going to help anybody. And, and he, the guy, you know, at least he, he didn't get like defensive and fight back or anything or nobody really did it, you know, in that video. Um, but it, it was just sad to, to see, uh, you know, honestly, but yeah. man, yep. well, you know, like we also, you know, semi-related to that we also talked one time about ineffective evangelism you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and my so one of a really cool thing that i got to do this year um my dad got tickets and we got to go to the uh national championship game which was super awesome in new orleans and yeah. um and so we're at this national championship game and um like walking around like the stadium and like all these folks are out there just like you know, passing out tracks and yelling to not yelling, like angrily yelling, but like, you know, basically yelling at everybody coming by about like repentance and coming to know Jesus. And like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I already do. I don't really want to talk to you right now. <laughs> and I feel almost <laughs> bad for ignoring them. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, and I don't know, I guess, I mean, the argument can be made, like if they reach one person that, that hadn't heard the gospel, that, that, that it's effective, but like, the argument can also be made if they turn away 27 people like these people weren't being rude. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? They were, they were being a little loud and a little, and, and a little pushy. And, you know, they, I guess they're using their free speech rights that we have in this country to, you know, to, to talk about something in, in a setting like that. But, um, yeah, it was, I felt a little, like, like I was like, I just kind of like turned and walked away. I'm like, uh, they didn't yeah. talk to me directly anyway. Um, but I mean, like, you go to that place, and, and, and it's almost like the assumption they have is, well, everybody here is non-Christian because they're in New Orleans at this game. Yeah, you know? I was just going to say that. You know, yeah, and you that, know. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that that seeming assumption, right, wrong, right or wrong, that's what it looks like. Um, I think that that can do more harm than good. And you know, one of the topic we're going to talk about today is, um, you know, people leaving the church and not coming back in this day and age. Like sp- specifically, the article we we read was on millennials, but like it's really more than just that. Um, and 
and you know, I think when you have those those moments where the broad assumption is 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 uh, everybody here is a sinner, so to speak. Uh, you know, it can it can do more harm than good. It's just like the assumption, like you watch a, a, a faith based movie and every non Christian is a bad person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, when you're coming at that, when people are coming at that without having a foundation, without having grown up in or around a church, without having formed some sort of positivity toward the church, um, all that does is push them away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. You're good. Keep yeah. going. Well, no, you know, so when I think about like, you know, so we, we live in a society and, and you and I learned about this some in, in Highlands College. You know, back in 200 years ago, uh, the church was where people went for medical treatment. It was the center of the city. It was where people went for help when they were down on their luck. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was the thing that people turned to in times of need. And our society has shifted um, because there are other places to get those. We have amazing hospitals now, and there are charities that aren't affiliated with Christianity that do amazing things and help people. And and so, um, because of the negativity around it, some some of somewhat because of that, um, the generation previous to now, uh, the generation previous to the millennials, kind of kind of turned away from the church and didn't really raise their kids in that because they had negative. They didn't have. Uh, they started shifting before them and they didn't have those same, you know, positive connotations. So they didn't raise their kids around it at all because their connotations, their, their experiences were negative. And so, you know, some of those children uh, of those folks, you know, still, they, they, they find the joy that the three of us on this episode today have found, right? The, the, the reason that we follow Christ isn't because we feel like we have to, it's because we have experienced uh, uh, something that somebody can't take away from us. We've experienced a peace and a joy. And does that mean our lives are perfect or we don't mess up or, um, or have heartache? Absolutely not. But it means when things happen to us, we have a foundation to, to fall back on that gives us a hope. And, and these folks didn't grow up with that. So they find that that kind of strength elsewhere or or somebody introduces them to church later in life but they walk away and they don't come back because yeah. they don't have that good foundation they don't have that good thing and and when they see something like an ineffective event evangelical kind of outreach thing or they see people being crazy on facebook or or they see uh, you know you know, I, I some. Let me. I'll put it this way, without sounding too specific. When they see people bending over backwards to um, defend something that is blatantly against the thing they stand for, and and it looks very hypocritical, um, it's easy to just dismiss everybody in that list as being that way. That and same say, way. That same way, and to dismiss the the whole uh, experience, and to and to basically just say, well, you know none of that's real right yeah. and and why would i want to be a part of that because that's the the fakest thing i've ever seen yeah when you know it, it, it look at some somebody that said that three years ago four years ago six years ago um stood up on a soapbox and raised their fist at something who now has decided because something has shifted that that something is okay mm-hmm. um you know so think for a lot of people like when they see when they see that like the, like you said like the soapbox soapbox uh preacher it's kind of weird you know it's kind of weird to them like so like weird when, for me 
you know, <laughs> like, so, <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in church, you know, I was raised Catholic and I, I, you know, did, did everything that, you know, my parents did everything that they should have done. So make sure that, you know, I was at church and, um, you know, confirmation and communions and stuff like that. Um, I did my Sunday school and just different things like that. And then there was a point in my life where, um, you know, I was on my own. And, and you would have thought like, all right, that 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 upbringing would have uh, created um, it, it would have cre- created that culture in me, you know, to, mm-hmm, to keep mm-hmm. doing what what I, what I thought was normal. Um, but instead, like, you know, I, I I I for me, for me, I can only speak for myself here. Like I, I just chose to to work and, and like my Sundays were full of like working all day. And then eventually, like the, my friendships and the relationships that I was in just took took priority honestly you know so so for me i think what we talked about in ac was like those are the dark years right like from from 16 17 18 to like 20 somethings is the dark years you know for a lot of young people and and really the the friendships and the relationships that you created or in your middle school high school and early college years really matter because you know a lot of a lot of people in their in their 20s now they grow growing up into their thirties. They were like, Hey, you know, it's just a lifestyle that they're bringing into their marriage and they're raising their kids without that church aspect, the church, I'm going to say, you know, like just yeah. going to church, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, it's, they, they, for a lot of people, they, they go to like maybe one out of every uh, four weekends to church. Right. Or, or if it's Easter or Christmas, perhaps. Um, and, and, and mm-hmm. that's, you know, for, for, for people probably listening to this podcast or, or, or if you're not, um, I know a lot of my friends now, like it, it was not a decision that we have to make on Sundays. Like we know we're going to church, you know, it's like, it's just something that we do now, you know? And, and yeah. it's because of the relationship that, that, you know, let's say like eight, nine years ago when, when my, when my life was transformed, that's like, I knew what I had, I knew what I didn't have prior to then. And like, and yeah. I knew what I was turning to, 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 to kind of fill that void, that emptiness that I had. And like, I was looking at just everywhere else honestly um mm-hmm. like the partying man i could talk about partying like like i knew every day i was gonna go party at nighttime i woke up and i was like all right when am i go party today you know <laughs> like I, I really felt like yeah. like that was that for me that was filling the void because i was so honestly man like i was so alone i was so um i, I don't know where if it was like a depression um i don't know what it was and i could be sort of like I, like I, I shared something with with my um with revolution church this past weekend was like you know have you ever felt so alone even though like you're surrounded by so many people mm-hmm. you know like you, you could feel so feel still feel alone and that's how i felt you know i had like a negative view of myself just everything man it was just a lot of stuff you know and and that negative view that people have but when i made that transformation or when when i really turned to god and like just repented or or really just turned away from everything that i had been doing like i knew that that one thing like when I turned to God and when I put him first, especially in my marriage, like there was no going back. You know, that was the one thing that, that really helped me help propel me to be the better husband, better father, better person, better friend, better brother. You know, like that one thing alone, it wasn't, Yeah. it wasn't stopping the drinking. It wasn't stopping the partying. It was, it was just seeking him more than anything, you know? Um, so uh, think... uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, I think, like, we were talking about the the people at the um, the game that were, like, mm-hmm. 
you know, actively trying to get people's attention and telling them to repent and stuff like that. I think, like, that is kind of strange in our culture now. Mm-hmm. But um, I also just think, you know, I believe that there is a spiritual realm that we can't see. And, like, there's there's stuff going on that, like, you know, I just, I mean, I believe that there are unseen forces that are actively working for or against us. And um, you can't understand it, and you can't see it, and you can't really explain it. But, I mean, I think that that's out there, too, and that that um, is a big part of just, like, keeping people from the truth. And mm-hmm. I think, like you guys were saying, those those years when, you, like, 16 to, like, early 20s, like, you're just kind of going along and doing what you've decided fits for you and you're not really thinking about something deeper than that, you know, like you're just kind of going day by day Mm -hmm. and it's working and nothing's really stopping you from it or nothing, you know, maybe horrible has happened. And so you're like, this is fine. This is my life. Um, I kind of enjoy it, you know, like I think a lot of times people just, are careless and just don't think about things. Yeah. And they're comfortable where they are. And so they're like, why, why would I do something different that I don't even know if it's going to work or help? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And when you didn't grow up in that foundation with it, then, then why would you, you know? And if you go, right. let's say, let's say you don't grow up in the foundation and, and, and you get this, you know, great, you know, get a friend that tries to bring you into it and you're, you know, teen years and college years um and, and you so you're kind of feeling it out and you see some of this stuff before you have a real full experience it's hard it's hard to t- change somebody's mind that it's that experience that that keeps you there you know what i mean yeah, those foundational sure. those foundational things are, because hey i'm gonna be straight up it's hard when you did come up around it or when you have been a, i've been I grew up around church. I I didn't I didn't like really know what that meant until I was a senior in high school. Is when I actually kind of gave my life to I gave my heart to Christ. I gave my life to Christ in college. So I mean, now sitting here as a thirty eight year old man, um, you know, it's I've been I've been I'll put it I've been in in longer than I've been out. Okay, and um, and it's still difficult. It's still difficult to to reconcile things that you see in this world and things that you hear and things that that people do um, back to the the Christian foundation that I have in my life. And but 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 in those moments, I can look back on things that I've seen and and been a part of and 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 recognize that there's there's a the the, the hope that I have is real and it's based in reality because i have experienced it and and it's more than like oh i had some mountaintop experience it's it's this uh you know the the life it's this it's my life that i've seen changed and it's and it's other people's lives that i've seen changed and it's following these tenets and seeing the things that happen as a result of that and and how like i know that it's real because i've seen it and i've experienced it and, and, and it's my job then to go and talk to other people about that reality. And that's, you know, I think, I mean, I think that's what, you know, the, 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 the New Orleans evangelist tries to do. Um, 
you know, because like I said, they at least they weren't being like the guy I saw in college that literally just stood among <laughs> a group of, of college people and said, you're all sinners, you're all going to hell. Like, that's not what these people were doing. These people were saying, yeah. hey, you need Jesus. But without an understanding of why you need, quote unquote, need Jesus, w- what does that mean to anybody? It doesn't mean right. anything. And so right. what you have to, th- what you really need to be doing is standing there and saying, hey, let me tell you about me. Let me tell you what happened in my life. Let me, like Anthony has said on this show many times, um, you know, this is where I was. And, and, and when I made this, this shift in my life, when I made this decision to follow Christ, this is where I am. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, it's not because I live by this set of rules. It's because there's been a shift. There's been a heart shift in my life. I mean, living the Bible by itself is just a book. Man, without yeah. the power inside it, and it, and that's where people like they just read it to make arguments. They can make arguments all day long, but when you have, when you're when you're letting it transform you, when you're letting the words speak to you, when letting the Holy Spirit talk through you, speak to you, and teach you, it's a it then it becomes alive. And so, but you have to have that foundation for that to happen. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a whole it's a whole different thing. Yeah. I think. I think. Hey, rock paper scissors. Let's go. Rock, We're paper, thinking, scissors. Okay, ready? Oh, I got paper. Scissor <laughs> <laughs> yeah. piece paper, baby. <laughs> I think when I when we started, I said, you know, like God, God still wants us here for a reason, even if it's three weeks, right? And Jamie's like, yeah, you got three weeks or whatever, like. So we're we all we're all created for a purpose to like and, and, and it like to make a difference, you know? So and then I think Rashan also hit up on something like that earlier and and, and and for me it was like in those twenty somethings, like I didn't I that's I didn't ever cross my mind. Like it really just never crossed my mind. Like I went to work, I, I came home, I party. I went to work, I came home. It was Groundhog Day over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, so like now I'm like, you know, what's my purpose? And when you find out what your purpose is and how you're making a difference in other people's lives, whether you're empowering them or cur- encouraging them, you know, like just just the little things. And, and you, you start to realize like your actions really it's like a ripple effect. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like a couple couple weeks ago. Um, I have a buddy on Facebook that, that posted something and he was like, hey, you know, you, you're just an encourager to me. And this is someone mm-hmm. that like we, we hung out with. I hung out with down in uh, Florida. And we used to party all the time. We used to party all the time. Yeah. So so he's like, man, like I seen you in, in like your darkest days and to see where you're at, you know, where you are today, man, you're encouraging Anthony. And like, That's I was awesome. like, what? Like, yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> wow. And, and it's just like maybe the little things that I post on Facebook and, um, yeah. you know, and I'll reach out to him. I'll call him on Christmas Day, for example. Um, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And, you know, I can see he, he's starting to make those changes as well. And I'm like, man, like it's it's hard at first. Right. Because like your flesh is so. Um, mm. your flesh is so and weak and it's like, oh, yeah. I want, I want this. I want, I still want yeah. this lifestyle. But, but yeah. like when, when you, when I think Jamie said, you know, it's like you have that firm foundation when you're deeply rooted in the word, when you know, like where that source of like that hope is coming from, like, you know, there's no turning back, you know? Yeah. Well, and, oh, sorry, Roshan, you had something. I'll, I'll jump in again in a minute. Go ahead with uh, what you had earlier. Well, I think, and I think I've mentioned this before, but like, I think is is part of our culture shift too. So like this age group, like you said, the church isn't the center anymore because we have all 
this this vast network of all these other places where you can get help and our our medical care is, is so much different and better than it used to be like whenever I don't know that much about that but like um I think our culture has shifted in that way and our the way that we um view things and the trust that we have I think for authority too has shifted oh, big time and so it's I think people don't um, trust the authorities like we used to. We used to trust authority and say, okay, they're older than us. I think they know something more than we do, and so we're going to go along with this. But now it's like, well, look at all the messes that we have around us. I don't know if the people older than us know what they're doing and know what they're talking about, and I don't think I trust them anymore, and I think I just need to try what is good for me, what feels right for me. And we're our culture is so focused on me and taking care of me that you can't see all this other stuff around you because you're just thinking about yourself. Yeah. Right. And that's right. The, the current generation does have a, an extreme distrust for authority. And, and, um, and it's because they've seen so I'll many. I'll say some of it's well placed. Yeah, yeah. War- yeah, it's warranted, right? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, there's a sure. lot. I, I mean, I, I'm in the, I mean, technically every one of us on this show today are millennials and and i that's one thing that i very much share with the traditional millennials is i i don't trust i don't trust a lot of authority easily you know what i mean and and mm-hmm. i can i can place my I, I can submit to authority well you you're you're the authority over me i i it's it's in my personality it's in my nature to say okay you're in my authority i may not like the decision you've made but this is what i have to do that's the way but trusting that like major authorities such as our state government, federal government, those 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 folks are doing what they're supposed to do and doing doing the things the right way. That even for in my own life, I've lost that trust, and so it is hard, and it, it gets hard to and and then and then and then what what happens from a you take that back to a to a Christian standpoint, you know, I I have a full trust and a faith in a God that I know doesn't ever fail me. Um, but then I read through the Bible and, and, and through my filter of what I've seen in my world, it's hard to sometimes even reconcile some of that, you know, and 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 that's that's where it's hard for, you know, for but but that's where I have to go back to. And that's what I was going to attack on Anthony's where I have to go back to knowing like um, I may not understand everything, but I know where my life was was and where it was headed. And I know what it is now. And that's there. And, and, and that's two totally different things. And like like Anthony said, like that. Yeah, you 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 go down a certain path. And then when you break free from that path, you, you still crave it to an extent. But then when you really stop and, and I'm, I'm sure you you'll you'll say the same thing when you stop and think back, like I look at where my life was and I'll go back. I'll go back for me to 2001. All right. So I, I gave my heart. I told I, I said it this way earlier. I gave my heart to Christ in 1998 when I was in high school. Um, 1998, I'm going to church. 1999, I start college. I'm going to church, and then I kind of get out of going to church, and then I'm, I'm kind of in and out. Right? I go, but I'm not really committed. I'm not really committed to anything. Right? I'm there, like I've got my fire insurance, so to speak. Right? And in 2001, like I was living a life. Um, uh, I, you know, I still prayed. I still called myself a believer, but really, if you looked at the things I was doing in life, um, you know, that they, they were very much against biblical foundational teachings. And, um, and, 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 and I can look back at that time and where I was and, and yeah, those are the things I was doing were things that, you know, your flesh craves, 
but I know how much worse off like my life in general was then from just a year later when I shifted and, and started really going in and, and uh, uh, all in with Christ. And from two years later, when I really started like pouring into like other people and pouring into the church and pouring into to knowing more about the God that I said I served and then actually started serving him and serving others and seeing where that shift in my life went from like, I had all these things that I did that I thought were fun and beneficial to me that that now, you know, I can't do anymore, quote unquote. And, and it wasn't mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. It's I, I, I didn't have a desire yeah. because because yeah. ultimately, like I look back and go, even when my flesh still because you, you're never going to just like your flesh is never going to stop wanting the things the flesh wants. You're you're you know, you're you're always going to create like. You know, if you're somebody that craves sweets and you go on a diet, you're always going to crave sweets. If you're somebody that, you know, has a, a, a you know, a, a trouble, you know, looking at, at, at lustfully at somebody, that's something that's 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 still going to be something that's uh, that's hard for you um, that you can that you can get that you can move away from as a as a central part of your being. But you're still going to have to deny your flesh those things. But then when you you step back and I can look at my life from 2001 to just a couple of years later when I like really went all in and and I can realize that yeah I, I did these things that that the world would say is fun and that movies and things like that glamorize, um, but my life, my yeah. my heart, my emotions, my time it was not in a good place. And when I when I shifted away from that and, and, and fold into my faith and my foundation, that's when my life started having meaning. That's when I started living in a, such a way that, it, that, that I was being fulfilled because it was it, it, the things of this, the things that I was doing didn't fulfill anything, but a yeah. temporary, but a temporary need, a temporary, not, I won't say high. Cause that's, it wasn't, it, you know, my, my issue was, wasn't drugs, but it was a, a temporary fix so to speak, yeah. it was a you know a temporary moment. Uh, when just you know, th- I'll, I'll put it in terms of a diet. If you're on a diet and you see ice cream that you you shouldn't be having on the diet, and you eat it, it feels good in the moment. But there's guilt and shame and things that come after that because, or or even or either just stomach issues or whatever that you're like, oh, I really feel bad now. I shouldn't have eaten that. It's the same kind of concept. And but it takes it. It took me really turning over my my everything. And turning over a new leaf and see, being able to visually see the difference. Here's where I was and how bad it was, and here's where I am and how good it is now. To yeah. be able to, you know, and even in the dark moments, you can hold on to that. I think it's like it's a perspective thing for me. Like hear, hearing all this, man. I, I don't know if you've golfed before. Um, uh, yeah, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> top golf. <laughs> top golf. All right, top golf. I, 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 I'm I, I, good at top golf. People I'm, laughed I'm a, at me. Yeah, that's funny. They're like, wow, how'd you hit a bat behind you? <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have. Um, I think, like, as a perspective thing, um, picture. I picture like sin. I, I'm gonna say sin. I whatever, whatever thing your body's craving. Um, picture that like like a hazard on a golf course, the big lake that's right next to you, and you see it, right? And you're on the tee, and you're like. All right, there's a lake. I don't want to hit it there. If you look at that lake, it's like a magnet. You know, <laughs> I, I, it's just like your ball is going to go in that lake because you're like, oh, I don't want to hit it there. I don't want to hit it there. I'm going to hit it in this nice open fairway that's right in front of me. 
and it's like sin, you know, like, well, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to smoke that. I don't want to drink that. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And it goes, the list goes on and on and on. So what our perspective changes when we don't focus on the the bad thing that yeah. I say bad, when we don't focus on the thing that's causing us to stumble, when we focus on, on what's changing us, God, his word, uh, it just, it's just life changing. You know, your ball is not going to go in the lake when you just, Hey, you know what? I'm going to hit it right at that hole right there. You know, your focus is, is completely different, yeah. you know? Um, and, and like kind of going back to the millennial thing, like, you know, we're just in a different culture and, and, and thank God for, for computers, for technology, for, for, uh, social media, for communication, mm-hmm. for Skype, Hello, you Hello. Know, in a few weeks, I'm, I'm going to be moving and, and, you know, I won't be able to come to your house, you know, every, every other week, or I haven't been to your house in, I don't know how long, maybe, uh-huh. you know, trick or cheating. I don't know, <laughs> but, <right>. but, <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, like, you know, like, thank God for that. But I think our generation and the generations to come, we just get so wrapped up in, in, in how does, how does so-and-so see me, you know, and we get, I know we talked mm, about social media. About people, yeah. Yeah. We get, instead of going to church to, to see how God sees you and, and to hear, you know, who he says you are, we're going to, we're going to social media for that. You know, mm-hmm. we're getting the affirmation. And if, if we're not getting those likes, I thought about our podcast for some reason, if we're, if we kind of get like discouraged sometimes we're like, oh man, we don't, we don't have these listeners, you know, our listener, fan, our fan base could be higher. And it's like, you know what? God's like, you're reaching who I told you to reach, you know? And, and yeah. like, I just had that moment this morning when I was like, man, like, you know, but, but there's so many more people, there's so many more people globally. And the God's like, you know what? Hey, you know, you're reaching the people I need you to reach today. And that's all that matters, you know? And, 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 and kind of going to that millennial, they're not going to go to church because they feel value in what other people say about them and, and how they like their photos. And, and it, it, the list goes on and on and it, it, thank God for it. But at the same time, it's like, it can be uh, consuming. That is consuming uh, a part of the lifestyle that that just never existed. It just didn't yeah. exist, you know. Well, and it's dangerous I... too. Yeah, you know, because it's like a... you you put on that public persona that's not really you, and then what happens when that persona breaks down? I, I literally watched a video uh, about three or four months ago of of this guy that I I'd never seen or heard of him before. He he committed suicide. But apparently, he, before he committed suicide, he was this like, you know, very famous YouTuber um, that that had uh, recently upset a whole bunch of folks, and it was like his whole world collapsed. And he ends up—I don't remember what he had said or done, but like, you know, you go from that validation of you know fifty thousand people like this video I posted to. 25,000 people are saying I'm a terrible person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it really, it really shifts things. Right. And so this, mm-hmm. uh, watch this guy's last video where he's like, it's really his, like, it was really his suicide note is what it was. And saying, I'm sorry for this. And I'm sorry I let you down. I'm sorry. I'm not going to see you grow up. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do this. And, and like, he's just walking around the street and he posted it to like Instagram. And then like, um, and then like they found him like three days later and, and like, that's, you know, don't, I, I say that to say this, don't put your hope in what people think of you. Don't put mm. your validation in what people think of you. People are fickle. They'll love you one day and hate you the next. Um, and, and, and like that, that's just truth. You know, like that's just, that's, that's the nature of this, of the world. And, and like, and you can see that in celebrity, like two years ago, you know, 
celebrity X was like top of the world, and then now he or she says something that that the the media or Twitterverse doesn't agree with, and and I mean like look at, look look at even somebody I'll, I'll go even somebody like pretty well beloved in 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 our society right now. Look at Ellen DeGeneres. Everybody loves Ellen for the most part. I mean, there are people that don't like it. There's always somebody that doesn't like somebody. But for the most part, everybody loves Ellen. She goes to a football game last year, sits by former president George W. Bush, talks to him, laughs with him, and all of a sudden people are hating on her and sending her terrible messages and saying how she's a terrible person for how dare she speak to somebody and not hate somebody. Yeah. And like... Now that didn't. I mean, this and that's not a. That's you know, she didn't like lose her celebrity or or whatever. But for like weeks, she had to address it, and then she goes on and she eloquently addresses how like, hey, I don't have to agree with everything somebody says to love them or to talk to them or to share something with them. And people said, yes, you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> you maybe not have to agree with everything, but this one person is a terrible human being. And blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, I mean, like, I don't think you understood the gist of what she's trying to say. And, yeah. and, you know, I think that's where, you know, it, it, that's, yeah. So anyway, I, I don't know if I've gotten way off topic here, but. I know what you're talking about. I think, and <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, it goes back to what you said in the beginning, like our experience. If you haven't experienced God, then you're not going to see the need for him or want to be near him. Like. He wants to be close to you, and, like, we're praying that you're going to experience him one day, but if you don't experience God, like, there's there's not really anything keeping you there because you haven't had that moment where, like, yeah, I'm changed because of him, or this has happened in my life that I can see now that the world is not just about me, and it's not just about human struggle and all that we go through like there's something else out there that i've experienced and i because i've experienced i know that it's real and it doesn't matter what your arguments are or what you say or what you go through you've had that experience and like for me like i grew up in church my whole life um i became a christian when i was six years old like i barely remember it I remember getting baptized and being terrified of water, and I thought I was going to die. Um, <laughs> but I didn't die. <laughs> um, yes, so I got baptized. True. I got baptized again several years ago without any fear. But um, anyway, <laughs> I, I mean, I've been a Christian my whole life, and I've had ups and downs. I mean, we all do, right? But there have been times where I've doubted and things have happened and I'm like why did you let this happen um how could this have happened this way and um I don't usually get the answer that I'm looking for but God has always been like waiting for me to come back and he's always and it's always just been like I love you and I know you don't see the whole picture but I see the whole picture I see every yeah. single person on this planet and all of their days and um like i'm sovereign and i'm working this out even though you can't see it and you can't understand it um like he's just he's always been there for me even when i walk away like 
he doesn't care. He's just waiting for me to come back. It's just, it's awesome. So I've had that experience in my life multiple times over. And, um, so that's, that's been my experience. And it's why I'm not, I'm not going to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that could also be a topic for, for our podcast. Like just knowing there's, there's a lot of people that think like, you know, why, why does God allow bad things to happen? You know, mm-hmm. and I think like word for word, that's probably what, the, what somebody would say in, uh, you know, I think, I think that's something we could tackle on one day, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and, and cause you know, it's all, again, I think for, 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 for me personally, I think it would go back to your perspective, but like kind of going back to the millennials, like think about when someone's parent passes away and, yeah. and, 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 you know, they, they just have that. Yeah. They're like, man, like they, there's that emptiness and they really maybe if they're not connected within the church, they don't feel that that support from them. So you know what? They're gonna turn to X Y Z, and and it's just a different man. It's we we get so absorbed in the the now. You know, like what can I get now? How can I fix this today? The microwave culture that we kind of talked mm-hmm. about once. You yeah. know, like I need I need to temporarily take care of this pain that I have. You know. And they don't realize that, you know, this thing with God is 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 for the rest of our lives here on earth, but it's an eternal thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're we're hopefully we're 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 changing lives eternally, you know, with 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 this podcast. I just want to say like again, you know, there might be somebody that's that's battling something today and and you know, we definitely pray for you guys like to 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 because I know because I know like before I gave my life to Christ, people were praying for me, you know? Mm. And I, I just think that's important to know. Like, I know I have people that, that listen to this that, that aren't where they need to be and that's okay. But like Jamie says, it's not okay to stay that way. Right. Mm-hmm. right. That's right. So, so don't awesome. stay that way. Don't, don't do stay it. that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good place to end this episode. I, I, uh, I think that's a good discussion. And, I really hope that like it spurs some discussion with our listeners because we'd love to hear from you guys. And um, you know, if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, you can at two zero five seven seven five seven eight six zero. You know, if you want to really talk it through, talk some more, and you got a Skype and you give us a voicemail, and we, we maybe we'll even get you on the show and let's have a bigger discussion because um, we can do that much easier now. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at not99podcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash not99podcast. You can uh, hit us up on Instagram. Instagram uh, is also at not99podcast, and so is our Twitter. Uh, they are still active, even though not heavily so right now. Uh, <laughs> but they're still there. Uh, but anyway, we'd love to hear from you. We want to we wanna, you know, know that you guys... Uh, uh, what your thoughts on everything that we talk about is. And so anyway, we care about you guys and we appreciate you listening and uh, we're trying to be better with uh, consistency. Yeah, we don't want to stay the most consistently inconsistent podcast on the internet. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not helpful. We're going to uh, average every two weeks. Average. A- yeah, average. <laughs> um, so, but you remember we did every one week for a while, so that gives us a lot of leeway. So anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah. Until next time, I'm Jamie Waters. I'm Rashan. Hey, I'm Amy. Who are you? What? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Can't just I figure don't... out the Skype thing. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and I'm Anthony Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>